Good morning. Today is Thursday, July 28th, 2022. The word Eruv means joined or unified. And there are two components to an Eruv. One is more well-known. The other is less well-known. The first is around a given area, there must be a perimeter of boundaries. And the boundaries can be a combination of fences, wires in a specific formation, other elements that create a boundary. And we refer to this as muchitzos, the boundaries based on the laws of Shabbos that allow for carrying inside that boundary. But that's only the first element. There is a second element that is necessary, and that is the joining together of all the Jewish households inside the Erev into one unified unit. And the name for that is Eruve Chatseros, the joining or unifying of households. So the word Eruv specifically refers to this second element, although, of course, we use the word Eruv in general to mean the whole system that allows us to carry in a given area on Shabbos. So how do we achieve this joining together of all the Jewish households into one household, to one home? So we achieve this in a symbolic manner by every Jewish household within the Arab perimeter joined together by everyone jointly owning the food that can be used to make a meal. In other words, we symbolically share a meal every single Shabbos, and that is what creates one family, one household of every Jewish person inside the perimeter of the Eruv. Now, practically speaking, we use a box of matzah, which stays from Shabbos to Shabbos. We replace it every year just before Pesach. And it is gifted to everyone equally. You don't have to do anything. We do it for you. And this meal that you partially own, jointly own, is in an accessible place. For our Eruv, the matzah is in my office. <laughs> and here it is. And if anybody wants to know, I keep it on the windowsill in my office. And what that means is anyone is free to come in and eat it in which case we would replace the matzah before the next Shabbos. So, what an Erev accomplishes is it converts the outside public space between our homes into a private domain, as if all of us are members of one family and of course, within a single home, we are allowed to carry on Shabbos. The prohibition of carrying outside an Eruv on Shabbos 
includes several different actions. Of course, carrying an object in our hand or in our pocket or in a backpack, pushing something, rolling something, throwing something, kicking something, all of these actions are included in the category of carrying, which is prohibited on Shabbos without an Erev, but permitted on Shabbos with an Erev. Wearing a garment is not carrying if the object that you're wearing is a garment, meaning it covers part of your body, it serves as a garment, or it is an adornment, like jewelry. Pinning a key to your clothing is not wearing a garment. Number one, a key is not a garment. It doesn't cover a part of your body. And number two, it's not jewelry. It's a key. And therefore, if a person were to pin a key to their clothing, it would not be permitted outside an Eruv. A lot of people make a mistake about this, but it is not permitted outside of an Eruv. Of course, inside an Eruv, it would be okay. It's, a, it's very important to keep in mind that having an Eruv only relates to the rules concerning carrying on Shabbos. All of the other guidelines of Shabbos still apply. So, for example, it's important to remember that muksa, the category of objects that we are not supposed to handle or move on Shabbos because they do not have a Shabbos purpose. So, electronic items, money, those things that do not have a legitimate Shabbos purpose, they are in a category called muksa. It's a rabbinic prohibition. That means we're not supposed to move it or use it on Shabbos unless it's in one of the exceptions that allow for it to be used, but in general, we don't use it. And therefore, even with an Eruv, we're still not allowed to carry those items on Shabbos. So, muksa items include umbrellas, wallets, a purse that has money or credit cards in it, car keys, for example, all objects that do not have a legitimate usage on Shabbos are muksa, and having an Eruv does not allow us to carry them on Shabbos. In addition to that, there's another rule about Shabbos, and that is that on Shabbos, we are not allowed to do an action that is being done specifically to prepare for after Shabbos, because Shabbos is the highlight. It's not respectful to Shabbos to use Shabbos as a preparation for Sunday or some other day. So, for example, let's say on Shabbos afternoon, you're walking to the synagogue and you want to be able to carry your car keys. You're inside an Erev. You want to be able to carry your car keys so that when Shabbos is over, you'll be able to drive your car home that you left at the synagogue over Shabbos. You'll have your keys. You'll be able to drive home. That's not okay for two reasons. Number one, car keys are muksa on Shabbos. And so having an Erev does not allow carrying them. And number two, even if the car keys would not be muksa, 
carrying them on Shabbos is an action specifically for preparing to do something after Shabbos is over, which is prohibited. In addition to this, there are certain pastimes, activities, that may still be prohibited on Shabbos, even with an Erev. For example, playing ball, riding a bicycle. Now, concerning these kinds of activities, there are a number of details that apply to them. It's not our subject for today. Uh, you should ask your rabbi about the details. It depends on the age of a person, depends on other circumstances. But um, again, just because they there is an Eruv that would not allow activities that would otherwise be prohibited on Shabbos. And there's another aspect to Shabbos observance. It's something that is subtle, but it is extremely vital. And that is, Shabbos must be remembered. Zachar es yom ha-Shabbos. Remember the Shabbos day. Likadcho, to make it holy. We are required on Shabbos to remember that it is Shabbos and to maintain the holy atmosphere of Shabbos. Shabbos is a day of sanctity. It's a day of spiritual transcendence. And even if we are inside an Eruv, there may be certain activities that do not fall into any specific category that is prohibited, but they destroy or inhibit the holiness of Shabbos. And we have to remember that the purpose of an Eruv is not to make Shabbos more mundane, not to make it more like a weekday, but rather to make Shabbos more sanctified. An Eruv has many parts. There are poles, there are wires, fences, pieces of wood, pieces of plexiglass, Using the Erev on Shabbos involves the Jewish law rules about making assumptions. Because there are a lot of things that can happen that can invalidate an Erev, and because repairs are necessary, it is in important to determine when the Erev can be assumed to be okay. So, what we do is, every Friday morning, we check the entire route of the Eruv thoroughly, and we determine it's okay. It's up. It's operational for this Shabbos. In order to use the Eruv on a given Shabbos, it is necessary that you verify that, in fact, the Eruv is operational this Shabbos. And just because it was up last Shabbos, and just because there's a very good track record that the Erev is uh, almost always up, that is not sufficient. Because sometimes it's only up because we did a repair that fixed it. And things can go wrong. And it can be down. So it is necessary on Friday afternoon to find out, to confirm that the Erev is up. Uh, for our Erev, we have um, a, a hotline that you can call. Uh, we have a website. You can sign up to receive an email where you'll be notified that the Erev is operational for that Shabbos. But it is 
very important to get into the habit every Friday afternoon, wherever you are, to confirm that the Erev, in fact, is operational. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to assume that it's up for Shabbos. Now, once you hear on sh Friday afternoon that the Erev is operational for that Shabbos, you may assume that the Erev will remain intact all Shabbos long. Of course, even though statistically it is possible for something to happen that would invalidate the Erev on Shabbos, however, since it's extremely unlikely, a person is allowed to rely on the assumption if it was up on Friday afternoon, it will be up all Shabbos long. Our experience has been that our Erev is very durable. And even when there are significant windstorms or snowstorms or thunderstorms, rarely does that cause damage to the Eruv. However, in the event of unusual conditions where tree limbs have come down, that's kind of the tipping point where there is a danger that if tree limbs are falling, that could cause a wire somewhere to come down. That becomes a significant risk. Then the assumption that the Erev is still valid may not be applicable. So this becomes a bit of a complicated subject because a person should be very hesitant to conclude that the Erev has gone down simply on the basis of their own um, intuition. And even if you see something on Shabbos that appears to call the Erev into question, you should be very careful and hesitant not to assume the Erev is down because it may not necessarily be a problem. The way that we construct the Erev is to have backups built into the system. So if you do see something that appears to be a problem, you should tell me right away. You should find some way to get a message to me right away so that I can determine if, in fact, there's a problem. And if there is some kind of significant event where tree limbs have come down, we have to be able to determine if it does call the Erev into question and if, it, if yes, what to do about it. And that's a complicated subject and that's the responsibility of <clears throat> the rabbis in our community. Inevitably, from time to time, the Eruv will be down. It's just statistically inevitable. No matter what track record there is, it's inevitable that there will be a Shabbos that it's down. Although, of course, we make every possible attempt to fix the Eruv before Shabbos, you should always make contingency plans whenever you are arranging something on Shabbos that relies on the Eruv. As I've mentioned before, one of the pitfalls is that we come to take it for granted and just assume that it's there, but it could not be there one Shabbos. And so contingency planning is always important. Our community Erev, Cote St. Luke, Hampstead, and Snowden, is a great benefit to our community. 
we are very fortunate to have an Eruv in our area. And what we hope, what I hope with the work that I put into it, is that our Eruv will fulfill its deepest meaning, that all of us are joined, united, that we are truly one family every Shabbos. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.